Hello, this is the Living Well with PMDD podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Bradford, certified life coach, mom of five, and PMDD survivor. Happy to have you here. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and should not be considered health advice. Hello and welcome to today's show. It is now February and hopefully each of you are kind of getting over any goals that you started and have decided, nope, not for me this year. And also maybe if you have stuck, maybe at least one goal that you have for this brand new year is taking hold. And if not, I'm sure something, I'm sure many other good things are happening. And if you don't think so, look again, because we can find evidence of whatever we want to find evidence for. So if you are thinking, everything's wrong in my life, nothing's working, Either you're in that area of your PMDD symptoms being active, and that's completely understandable and what happens during that time, or you just are not looking for the evidence of the good that's happening in your life. Now, saying that I don't want to belittle or make any of your trials and hardships smaller than they actually are, because it is just no fun going through hard things. And that is a part of this life that's a major growth factor in our development as human beings. If you are having a really hard time, um, my heart goes out to you. I send my love to you. I would hug you if you were here with me. And uh, so I guess I just send you a virtual hug over the podcast waves these radio waves, however you're getting them. Today's episode is a recap of all things that we've discussed on the Living Well with PMDD podcast up to this point. The six topics that we have covered are five keys to living well with PMDD. That was episode one. Episode two, what is PMDD? Episode three, how to know if you have PMDD. Episode four, dealing with depression for women with PMDD. Episode five, four phases of the menstrual cycle. And episode six, to medicate or not. And I do want to add in here, we have some good topics coming up in the next few weeks. I, you know, it's it's interesting recording podcasts and things that are on my heart because I just looked in my voice memos and saw two episodes that I had recorded back in November, one in November and one in December. And I was like, I never published those. So those two will be coming to you this month, as well as why your cycle gets thrown off or what to do when it gets thrown off. And oh, there's another one, but I'm blanking right now. So anyway, some good stuff coming your way. Back to our recap. Um, so those are the topics. You can go back and listen to any of those. They're available. Moving on, if another major part of this podcast has been my story that I just intertwine within the podcast episodes. And if you are wanting to hear about me first hearing about PMDD, that's in episode one. 
if you want a little more direction, understanding about medicine and supplements, specifically when and how I've used them and how that has kind of morphed and changed over time, that's in episode six. And then really the, I feel like the podcast episode titles can give you direction if there's something else you're looking for. All right. For this recap, I wanted to share seven takeaways that we have had throughout this podcast journey up to this point. And just going to go through those. The, uh, the first one is just the basics of PMDD. It stands for premenstrual dysphoric disorder. It is manifested as severe PMS symptoms. The National Institute of Health estimates 5 to 8% of women that experience a menstrual cycle have this disorder, have PMDD. So that's, that's pretty big. Okay, that was, that was actually two takeaways. One, that it manifests as severe PMS symptoms. Two, that 5 to 8% of women with their menstrual cycle have this disorder. Takeaway number three, it is unique primarily because of the timing of the symptoms and the severity of the symptoms. So if you wonder, do I have PMS versus PMDD? You're going to look at the severity of your symptoms, right? Because PMS, will, the timing will be the same as your PMDD active symptoms. But if you're looking at, say, uh, do I have just general depression or clinical depression or bipolar or, you know, another disorder or a, a different mental illness, then you will be looking at the severity as well as the timing, right? Because general depression, you're going to be having it like all of the time. It's not going to be, um, it, now in, it's just not going to be that week before your period starts. Okay. Now in saying that some women with PMDD do have some underlying depression and that's okay. You just kind of look at that along with your doctor and decide, do I have PMDD as well as some general depression or general anxiety? Or is that all that needs to be addressed? Because I am so surprised with how many women, when they just start treating their PMDD, a lot of their other symptoms, a lot of the other things that seem to be making their life hard kind of dissipate. And it's just, just addressing that one thing. And, uh, I mean, that, that makes so much sense, though, because we, we know if you've experienced PMDD, when your period comes, there is a sense of relief. You're kind of back to your normal self, but you also have any guilt or any regret with ways that you handled yourself and various situations and conversations within relationships or at work. You have that regret and guilt to deal with. So it's easy to think, well, I'm depressed a lot more than just those 10 days before my period and, you know, maybe the beginning of your period. But we need to factor that in by um, finding ways to reduce your symptoms or reduce the negative effects of your symptoms. 
during those 10 days, the regret and the guilt can be less. And also, you know, having the help that you need, counseling, life coaching, um, lifestyle changes, whatever it is, that also will help with handling the negative results of any choices and that you made during that time that you're not proud of. Okay, that was a, that was a long one. I got stuck on that, the uniqueness of PMDD. But okay, that's our third takeaway. Fourth takeaway is that women with PMDD experience depression. And for this takeaway, I just, I actually thought that I'd already released this podcast episode. But as I was looking through my, the podcast notes on Apple, Apple Podcasts, right? Just looking through my notes that I put on there. I did not have a reference to this statistic that was in my head that I had to share with you today. And sure enough, it's one of those podcasts I haven't uh, published yet, but it's about support groups and PMDD in the news. So I'm going to share this with you now. The International Association for Premenstrual Disorders, also known as the IAPMD, in an article on their website, sorry, it's from the December 2023 issue of Obstetrics and Gynecology. It cites the survey that the International Association for Premenstrual Disorders, the, the 2018 global survey of PMD, which is just premenstrual disorders. So, you know, it includes some other disorders as well, found 34% of women with PMDD have attempted suicide. 34%. That is a third of us that have PMDD have attempted suicide. Now, if that's the only thing that was spread throughout the world, I don't think there's a person that would be like, oh yeah, we do not need to help. We do not need to look into this more. It's fine. 34% of them attempt to kill themselves. Like who cares? Like that's okay. No, no. But see how many people know about that statistic? How many people know that there was this survey and that's even going back now, what, six years? That's a big deal. So that's, I think that's a huge takeaway. And it's a little bit ironic that it hasn't come up yet in our January episodes of Living Well with PMDD, but there you go. It's a little uh, a little nugget for you and a little breadcrumb for the next podcast. Okay, takeaway number five is that tracking can help a woman with PMDD plan and prepare, which in return helps that woman to reduce her symptoms and or reduce the negative results of her symptoms. So um, I talked a little bit about that a minute ago, but just how knowing when to expect your period, you can plan to take either supplements or vitamins or a medicine, maybe an SSRI, leading up to your period to help alleviate your symptoms, to help you handle all the stuff that's going on in your body. Okay, number six is uh, treatment approaches. I've recently found this list that 
I just, I really love this whole list. It's a treatment approaches to PMDD and it was published in the American Academy of Family Physicians. I found it online. This is from the 2002 issue. So it's a little bit older, but I'll be honest, I like looking at the new and the old because they have different things to offer. It feels a little bit like to me that the newer treatment approaches center in on um, SSRIs, serotonin, reuptake inhibitors. And I think that's fine, but I like that there are other approaches as well. If that's either not something that's you can do because of other health issues or something you don't want to do because of religious or personal preferences. Okay. So these treatment approaches are in three categories, lifestyle changes, nutritional supplements, non-pharmacologic treatments, and um, where is, well, and then the fourth one would be pharmaceutical treatments or pharmacological treatments. These, I love these medical terms, but uh, here we have lifestyle changes. Regular, frequent, small, balanced meals rich in complex carbohydrates and low in salt, fat, and caffeine. Regular exercise. Smoking cessation. You know, stop smoking. Alcohol restriction and regular sleep. Okay, the second category of nutritional supplements. Here it lists vitamin B6 up to 100 milligrams per day, vitamin E up to 600 IU per day, calcium carbonate, carbonate, 1,200 to 1,600 milligrams per day, magnesium up to 500 milligrams per day, and tryptophan up to 6 grams per day. I don't think every woman needs to get on all of those all of the time, but you could try one of them and see if it improves. And you might try a different one or you might try a combo. Again, your body is unique. You need to get to know your body and you need to get to love your body so that you can take care of your body and in return, your body will take care of you. Okay, and the third category is non-pharmacologic treatments, stress reduction and management, anger management, self-help support group, individual and couples therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy, patient education about the cause, diagnosis, and treatment of PMS or PMDD, light therapy with 10,000 LX cool white fluorescent light. Was there another one? Oh, that's it. And then, of course, there are some pharmacologic treatments. Um, the most common being SSRIs, which include Prozac, fluoxetine, and I didn't print out a list of those. I think that if any of you go to a doctor or have gone to a doctor, that will come up. And whereas these other treatment approaches, they just might not. 
And I just want to add here that whether or not you think you are doing any of these treatment approaches, you actually are just by listening to this podcast. By, by listening, you are following the non-pharmacologic treatment of patient education about the cause, diagnosis, and treatment of PMS and PMDD. So give yourself a pat on the back. Good job. Like, way to take your health and your wellness into your own hands. You are doing it. And just, it, it's so amazing that just awareness and knowledge can influence and change the tra trajectory of our life and our health. So good job. You're here. You're doing that. Okay, the last takeaway for of our Living Well with PMDD episodes up to this point is that there is hope. There's hope for each of us to become a PMDD survivor, to live a great, wonderful, amazing, fulfilling life with this disorder. And yeah, that is what I have for you today. I do want to invite you to our love and support call. Our next one is February 22nd. And I'm hosting a love and support call the fourth Thursday of every month, at least for 2024. I want to thank those of you that came last month in January. Um, I got to speak with two of you, one of you live at the time, and you know who you are. And then another woman got on thinking, you know, just the time zone thing. And I was able to speak with her as well. And I just have so much love for each of you that are going through this. Uh, be sure to love yourself and surround yourself with people that love you so that when those doubts about your self-worth come up, you can at least think of a few people that do care about you. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks so much for listening to the Living Well with PMDD podcast. If this episode was insightful, please add a five-star review and tell a friend about the podcast. Until next time, keep hoping, keep loving, and remember that you are not alone.